like a raving lunatic that has nothing to lose because you don't. And when you realize that, that's when you make the decision that you're going to play your best. Because if you don't, you don't have it tomorrow. You don't get another 48 minutes. That's what we're here What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sideline Trap Podcast, episode 18. So, We're somewhere yeah. in there. We yeah, already yeah, have yeah, numbers. Yeah, it's yeah, another yeah. week. We are back. <laughs> We're talking hoops. Uh, Coach, what's up? What's going on? <sighs> Nothing, man. You know, another day, another dollar. Let's get it. Uh, NBA preseason is back, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, do you watch any of it? Any at all? A, a second of it? Clips. Clips I didn't actually turn on and view myself, but I watched some clips. Um, I probably won't get into it until well, I might get into it now, considering our recent news. But um, but yeah, we will, normally... we will, get, we will get into that recent news uh-huh. here shortly. Uh-huh. Um, but I do want to mention to all the haters out there that Braids Mellow is back. <laughs> um, and he filled it up in preseason game number one. So you just take that how you will. I don't know what to tell you. Headband braids mellow. Um, is back in action and he's killing it. So, real quick, I, uh, this is uh, I guess this is off our beaten path usually. But like, how do you? I know you're a, you're a mellow fan, okay? How do you th- oh, yeah. how do you think he's perceived by the majority of basketball fans? Um, the majority of basketball fans just <laughs> let me say this: the majority of NBA fans. He's perceived as he shoots ball every time he touches it and doesn't play defense at all. So he's like a liability, right? right. Nobody likes him. He's an awful teammate. Um, can't play, doesn't pass, can't play with others, and does all that stuff. But to basketball fans, um, I think he's perceived as one of the one of the best players of all time because he is. So that, yeah, he, maybe, he, I'm, maybe I'm biased. I don't think so. I think he's got this negative connotation like – He's ne- he's never really been like a high flyer. He's always kind of been like a grounded player. He does fill it up, and this this notion of him not being able to play defense, which you know at that level might be partially true, considering his age and what he's up against. <laughs> but throughout his career, it's just not quite there. I don't know. He's got like this negative vibe around him, and he's so freaking good. I mean, my man's like thirty seven, and he's still. One of the like the best scores in the NBA. Like yeah. if you throw if you throw him the ball, like he's gonna he's gonna get you a bucket. Like it's it's yeah. that simple. We have a we have a high post um, series that we work on. It's the mellow series. That's where that I mean when you imagine him catching the ball and going to work, where are you thinking he's doing it from? <laughs> high post, mid post. That's, that's right. Let's go. That's we got a whole series dedicated to mellow. Face up, jab, step, jump. <laughs> yeah. I watched that for seven years in New York. Mm-hmm. It's a thing of beauty. And one playoff series win. One playoff <laughs> series win. Count it. <laughs> so that was good. Um, I watched a little bit uh, today of Kevin Durant's back, and his first bucket as a net was a, a baseline drive slam. So he's, he's doing well. Yeah, he's doing really well. 
You remember? Um, you remember when he, him, and Greg Oden they came out for the draft, and it was like, who are they gonna, who, 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 who take, who do you take, yeah. who do you take? Yeah, he, and he was like the thinnest skeleton man ever, like a Brandon Ingram. <laughs> he was skinnier than Brandon Ingram. Yeah, like grossly skinny. How good he is is just ridiculous. But that was back. That was around the time where like all the all the basketball people were still hanging on to the back to the basket seven foot center and some a little bit in like the suns and like you know a couple other teams were just like nah, i don't think that's the most efficient way you can't seem to keep these seven footers feet healthy <laughs> right <laughs> right mm. so they moved on so yeah nba's back pumped about that we may uh i know i'll be watching a lot more of it in the next couple weeks um as i'm sure most of our listeners know um that the governor of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania had said that uh, youth sports and extracurricular uh, activities for high school and, well, basically all the schools is put on pause um, until January 4th at 8 a.m. Very specific. Very specific. January 4th at 8 a.m. So last week uh, you and I talked about I was able to get a couple two at that point it was two practices in. Um, I'm now up to six practices. Uh, so I was able to practice all week and now, uh, and now we're on pause and I know you started a little bit later. So you got, you got how many in? We got two in our, our first day was supposed to be Wednesday and we got snowed out. So we didn't get started till Thursday and, uh, and we got Friday in, but yeah, on Thursday I was stoked. It's first practice. You know, I got let down on Wednesday. So I'm like <laughs> doubly stoked on Thursday. I show up to the school. And as when I walked in I to meet with my athletic director, he's like, uh, enjoy your two practices. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? You're only getting two. Yeah. So that's when I found out right before our first practice. Did that take away some thunder for, for the practice? It did. Did it? It did. For me. Yeah, it did. It took away some and not, not just me. It did. It took away from everybody. So, you know, the kids. I got to the school like an hour before practice, and uh, I had some of the kids texting me like, "Are we still having practice?" Yeah. And yeah, so they knew. You know, they knew about it. So it did. It took it, the energy wasn't quite there. Day two was much much better. Part of that well, had to do with the practice plans as well. But. It's disheartening, right? I mean, even for even for my guys, like. So we didn't, we got canceled on Wednesday too because of the snow. And then um, we practiced at 5.30 on Thursday. I think the, the the alerts and stuff started coming through like 4.45. So um, kids were showing up to practice like, oh, we're getting shut down. We're getting shut down. And I was just like, well, we got tonight and tomorrow night. So let's, let's make it worth it. Um, yeah. But you, I mean, thankfully our guys, they work just as hard Thursday, Friday as they did all the days before. So um, I was thankful for that, but you know, it is, it is uh, it's disheartening for one, because you're stopping practice, you're stopping practices. And for uh, a second reason is, you know, for teams that have been able to, you know, we got six practices. And so we've, we've begun to like layer stuff. Um, and now we're taking three weeks off. So it's going to like, we're going to have to start all over because no, I mean, I, my guys are so young. They're not going to remember all that stuff and, and all that. But, um, but I wanted to get into how you're, how did we tell last week? We talked about how my first practices went. I'm sure you weren't in as much shock <laughs> as I was on day one, but let's talk about how your, how your practices went. 
I was not in uh, the same amount of shock you were. Uh, but day one was I did have some of the similar issues that you had. Um, I was a little, I was, would have been more shocked had I not talked to you about that. Um, but we had some kids that I, I was planning on being there were not because of the COVID, um, couple of them, you know, I talk, I talked to everybody, but, um, I was a little shocked by that and just the overall numbers because of the COVID I had, I had some kids out because they had to quarantine. So they weren't there for that reason. So I had low numbers day one. Um, Some of the quarantines were over for day two. So I had a couple more kids there still was missing some. It was, it's, it was um, a taste of how weird the season will be for me. Just like the dipping of the toe into the oddity of what it will be. Um, And because of the fact that, you know, day one for us is a lot of it's a lot of walkthroughs and teaching of how everything is going to work, like how each portion of practice is is, is supposed to function, and um, under, understanding what each the fundamental portions of practice, what the drills are, so just so we can have some smooth transitions from drill to drill and some speed. So day one's slow, so that that kind of didn't help our the energy of the day, but I, I, I expect that day one day two was much better because we had some of that walkthrough stuff kind of banged out. Um, and day two was actually really, really great. I, I thought it might be a little bit of a downer still because the kids would be like, Oh, it's only, it's our last day before it's, you know, three week vacation. But they actually were, uh, really energetic for day two. And the practice itself was was uh, geared towards more energy too. Um, so I was really really pumped and duly bummed out because again, there's no, I I couldn't start to layer anything, right? So it was almost just like a meet and greet <laughs> kind of situation, you know. For, honestly, like I know all the players, I'm not in the meet and greet in, in the sense of like getting to know them, but for them to know, especially the the newer players getting to know like what's going to happen. And I couldn't really step outside of that box because it would have been pointless. Right. My, and this just popped in my head. Like, uh, I don't know how many guys you had or or what have you, but like, what if imagine being, this is the situation I just imagined in my head, right? Like you started practice on Thursday, had Friday practice. And then we were shut down Friday at midnight. Um, but imagine Thursday being the first day you can practice. You have 35 kids in the gym, right? Like you imagine you have a, like a big enough school where you're going to, you know, you have to make a lot of cuts. You got like 35 kids in the gym for Thursday, Friday. And then like what, what happens? You're supposed to build your team off of that. Do you like, are they going to all come back in January? Like just a scenario I thought about, but. Well, so we, I have I over the years I have made cuts. Certain there are some years where I haven't, some years where I have. This was this year we expected the numbers to be high enough to where we would probably have to make some cuts. Right. But because of the oddity of it all, and I just don't see having every player on your team there all the time. Um, we decided 
And well, not just that. We also some of the players that were that we thought maybe were on the fence, they get they were just great energy. You know, if they came in and were flat and didn't show that they really wanted to be there, different story. You know, but they all had great energy. So it was like, we're not gonna not gonna tell you you can't play you you know can't be part of this of this team. Um, so we expected to have to cut people. The numbers and the energy dictated that we didn't. And plus, you know, I we do a two day tryout period for everybody. Okay. So, you know, I've got I think six kids that I didn't even see, or five or six kids that I didn't even see. And after the break, I expect to see them. So, you know, there's a couple there that there are going to get a two day tryout like everybody else. And if they don't have that great energy, then that may be the that may be the case. You know, we do maybe we do still make cuts, but everyone gets that two day tryout period. I got you. Um, so you just kind of push it until it can until it happens. Yeah. Instead of like first two days of practice is going to be a tryout for everybody in this situation. It's everyone's on their own timeline. So when you can make it to practice, that's when the clock starts for you. It's odd. Yeah, it's a it's um it's a really weird thing. I know, and we haven't gotten any guidance on this yet. I don't know if even if they've met on it. Um, I know the, the PIAA put out a statement on the day after the governor's ruling, and that statement said nothing. So um, <laughs> there was that. But um, the you know our league schedule was supposed to start January 11th, which was pushed back from the 5th. Well, for the boys, the 5th. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen now because um, I think there's only two schools in the, maybe two, at least one, maybe two schools in our league. And that's all the divisions that have gotten anywhere near 15 practices in before they can play a game. So, you know, we got, we got six in, that means that we need nine more. So that's, that's because we can't go seven days in a row. So that's 10 more days of practice. Right. So that puts us into the 14th. You got two in, so you need 13 more days, which is which is really, I guess, 15 more days, right, for for what you're looking at because you can't practice seven days in a row. Yeah, so, we're we're gonna end up like looking at in the mid twenties for our you know January twenty something for our first opportunity to be able to play a game right yeah, now, and I that's not including imagine. another stoppage. Right, and that's assuming that we start back up on the fourth. Also that, um, which I mean, the the you know the the pause is intended to be temporary, but you know you never know with things that are going on. So um, hopefully we can get back in the gym on the fourth. I know, like I said <clears throat> last week, the you know I have a I have a small group this year. I have a really young group, but I was I was really really enjoying, um, I was really enjoying coaching those guys and to kind of to kind of put a pause into that is, is really hurtful. Um, are you, are you doing anything over this break? Like with your guys, like obviously like not, not practicing, but like, are you doing any, like anything to just try to keep. So my thing is like, we have such a small group and you know, there's like you said, you have some guys that were on the fence or, or are not doing it because of the COVID thing for a reason or another. And we were the same way. So I didn't want to lose, like I wanted to keep my guys somehow engaged in basketball over three weeks, as opposed to just not coming because those kids that may be first year players or 
just trying it out for something to do. You take three weeks off. And it's like, nah, I don't really need to go back. I found <laughs> yeah. I a PS5 for Christmas. I don't, I don't need to go to basketball. You right, know? right. Um, so are you, are you, have you thought about that or are you, are you trying anything? I have thought about it and I, I was, I kind of expected, I didn't, I, I didn't have the expectation to get through our 15 practices and get to our first game without an interruption. That's the truth. So hopeful, but I wasn't expecting it. But I also, also was hoping that I could get a couple in and, and be able to film a couple of our practices and do some study sessions uh, on on our practice on our uh, practice film, but the truth is, day one was a walkthrough. I don't really care to show any of that. Day yeah. day two, day two was uh, was we were trying to dive into some more of the teaching there, and you know I was I, I probably should have recorded that to have that on 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 tape to be able to show over the break, but I'm not going to show any. I don't think. I might get antsy, but I don't see the value in showing old film from last, from last year's team or the team's previous, to be honest, because a lot of those kids aren't even on the team. I've got see, a lot of new kids. I, I disagree. Um, okay. That's my, basically that's my plan over the, over the break as well. And it, it probably differs because, well, in my mind, it might differ because of this, right? Because we've already been able to start layering things. Mm-hmm. So we've been able to teach a couple layers of our defense, right? And a couple different skills that are required in our offense. So my plan is to have basically film sessions with old film and talk about the layers that we've already hit and, and see those in, you know, in, in game, even though it's not them, at least they can get an idea of what it actually looks like in a game like situation, as opposed to a one-on-one or two-on-two or three-on-three drill. Um, well, here's the, here's the different the difference. I think for, I'm I'm doing some similar. I'm doing a lot of similar stuff from the past, but it's similar. It's not it's not the same. Gotcha. So I'm changing. I'm changing quite a bit this year. Um, COVID or no COVID, changing it up for for the better. But um, so in that sense, it's kind of out. And then also for me, and then also I think. You get a different level of engagement from kids watching the film when they're on the film. Yes, agreed. <laughs> you know, I don't. I just don't know how much value it'll bring to to do that. You know, and and honestly, I've thought quite a bit about it, and this just proves how much of a dummy I am. But I, I can't come up with any anything else so far to to do with them over the break. You know, I don't. I don't know. Other <laughs> it might be worth. It might it might just be worth getting them together, like for, just to just to chop it up, like that's true. so. You know what I mean? Like that's true. again, like my thought was like I don't, you know, and I'm sure you're the same way. Like I've never coached with you, but obviously we're you know we're close friends and stuff. Like you're so emotionally invested, um, yeah. not only not only in the basketball side of things, but in the kids. So I didn't want to start out. And you talk about every year, you know, most teams or you come up with something, right? You're, you know, our team's a family We're you know, we're in it for it together. I didn't want to break for three weeks and say, okay, have a nice Christmas. I'll see you guys in January. You know what I mean? Right. It's just, yeah. it's not you guys. Like, I didn't want my team to think that they're, they're, they're just pawns that I move around the court. Like, no, you guys are human beings. I care about you all, yeah. <laughs> you know? And like, yes, this, it stinks. You know, we've, we're all disheartened by this pause, 
So, so, you know, let's, let's, let's stay together. Let's stay engaged somehow. So when January 4th, you know, you know, hopefully comes back around, we're still all engaged. We're still in it for each other. One of the things that I, I, I thought that I could have them watch was I could, I could cut clips from previous seasons. Doesn't really matter which season and highlight just positive plays like like instances where you things that we want to see like instances where the ball was overshared or shared appropriately but shared a lot during a possession where you know people passed up on decent shots to get to get great shots and um uh, or possessions where we were able to push push it up to up to that corner and get that that first good look and things like that but i just think it would be it's going to be I don't know. It's going to be awfully repetitive. I don't know. I guess I'm still, maybe I should do it, but I'm on the fence about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't blame you. I, you're right in that, you know, if, if, if I'm not in that film, it's hard for me as a high school kid to really pay attention to it. Yeah. Right? I did. Like on a, to, if we're to be honest with each other, how much did you care about film? When did you get cared about film that you weren't on? You know, at what age? <laughs> <laughs> Truthfully. Um, it was probably it was probably my well we didn't watch a whole lot of film when I was at Hannon, um, but um, when I started playing for Coach Clay, we watched a lot of film, and um, I was scared that if I didn't know every detail about that film, that I, he was I was going to run until right. I don't know I don't know how long. So yeah, I started <laughs> I started caring about everything and right. really didn't even care about what I was doing. <laughs> right. Um. But. I mean, it's, it's, but even still, like, even still, like when I was playing and you're watching film, like you're looking at, you're looking at yourself to see how oh, yeah. your jersey looks and you know how that reverse layout looked and, and you know, all that stuff. So it is, it is a different level of, of, uh, of interest when they're on the film. What, what was the, what was one of the other struggles that you, oh, your practice plan. This, yes. I, I had an issue with that. So, Thankfully, because we had this conversation, look, I, I thought leading up to prep, I was prepared for all, all of it. But then I had that conversation with you and I was like, I, I really honestly have not considered that we might have that many people out because of COVID. Right. Make the choice not to play. Um, you know, I expected a couple, but I didn't think it was going to hinder my practice. Well, so after our conversation, I made sure to, to, um, vary my practice plan a little bit to be to be open for that and that's a good thing i did because we got there and some of it i was just like more skip it we're skipping this we're not ready for this because right. we're just not ready so we're not doing this i had a long practice plan where we skipped over a lot I'm and we didn't I would take that bullet for you <laughs> it was helpful it was really helpful uh yeah so that was an that was a obstacle that i didn't expect until i talked to you but it happened i mean how can it it's got to right i mean i'm sure every school is facing or every coach is facing the same thing i think so yeah you know you don't you don't know who's going to be there like you don't even know um who's going to be there on a day-to-day basis like you don't even know like again people were you know you know coach what time is practice tomorrow it's like well we're supposed to be at 5 30 you know but at four o'clock i can get a phone call and Hey, you're, you know, you've got a quarantine. It's like, okay, well, well 
a lot of my players are closer proximity to the school than a lot of yours. Your district, well, I don't know about the district, but there's two major towns that are very close to the school, and a lot of my kids are, are in and around those towns. Right. So I know with your district, I mean, I lived in it. It's a, it's vast and rural. Right out. So, so like I was like 45 minutes leading up to practice, I was getting texts from kids like, hey, are we still on for practice? Because that's when like the news popped out. And yeah, we're still on. So they were, you know, 45 minutes before the first practice, they're like, are we doing this? You know, and I led with, I led practice with, with let's just be thankful that we're even in the gym because, you know, if this last year tells us anything, you can't plan on it and it can be snatched away in like in a heartbeat. So every second we're in here, you got to try to make it, make it count and make it as fun as possible. And that's kind of the thing I led with, um, and I think that's going to be my message going forward throughout the season. You know, just kind of tr- look, we're thankful to be here. Let's maximize the amount of fun we can have and we'll work hard while we do it. That's kind of, I kind of had a similar message on, on Friday. Cause we got, we hit this lull in the middle of practice where, you know, guys weren't, guys weren't paying attention and doing what they needed to do. So, you know, my message was kind of like, don't, whatever it is, like, don't take anything for granted because, you know, I've, I've, and it's like, you know, I've had basketball in my life for since I've been six years old every single year. And I never thought that somebody would be able to come in and take that away from me. Well, somebody took that away from me this year, just like from you guys. So, you know, don't take any time that we're in here for granted because you don't know when it's going to end. So I think it's a similar, uh, similar sentiment. I think everyone was just thankful to be able to be in the gym with our team and, and, and practicing despite some of the, some of the struggles and the unknowns and, and everything like that. I mean, like I said, it's, um, you can be practicing, you know, one minute and then the very next minute. Despite that stuff, we were in there and as much as I, I'll just speak for myself, as much as I look forward to uh, the season, the upcoming season every year and how much I think about it leading up to, it's, you know, like, it's like we talked about previously, you, you spend all this time with these thoughts and then you get there and you want to see, do they work? You want to see, do they work? Well, at least we got to the, we got into the gym. We got the first step down, you know, to be, to finding that out. And I was, I was thankful for that. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, hopefully January 4th comes and we have, you have practice number three and I have practice number seven. Well, how, how do you go about you specifically, because you've gotten six days in the books, how are you going about starting back up? If we start on the date we're supposed to, and we're, you know, we're good for a a week, like, how are you planning on going about that? Are you starting from day one again? Are you, are you you just briefly touching on the first six days? Are you spending a good amount of time on the six days? You repeating the six days? Like, how are you going about that? I'll probably repeat the conditioning part of it. I think you have to. Um, Cause I, I mean, <clears throat> I gave these guys just, I just put together like something that they can do. Like on it, like push ups, sit ups, jumping jacks, jump rope. Like you guys can't just go home and sit on a couch every day and expect to come in January 4th and play hard and not get hurt. <laughs> so right. like, I think that, I think that's going to be the hardest part for everybody is coming back January 4th. And then even if like, I don't know what, what 
people are going to do with games and stuff like that. But like, if you come back January 4th and say, Oh, Hey, okay. You're going to practice, you know, three or four times and then play a game. It's like, well, okay. Get ready for a bunch of groin injuries. Get ready for a bunch of hamstring injuries and God forbid anything with a knee. Right. Um, Cause they're all going to be out of shape. <laughs> you were a kid once, right? You're, like, yeah. Yeah. you're not going to eat. Nobody's going out and running four miles to be able to, to play, you know, or I shouldn't say nobody. I should say very few are going out and, and running miles or whatever, just to try to stay in shape and, and be able to play on, on the day that we're back. But um, to answer your question, I think, I think it's going to be, you know, I'll repeat all the conditioning stuff that we've done and, and how we've built up through that. Um, but for some of the stuff that we've been able to kind of layer a little bit, and we haven't gotten a lot, we maybe gotten, you know, two, maybe three layers of it. Um, I'll probably, I'll probably start from the beginning and, and kind of play it by ear. Right. And see how, and see how well it goes. And if it, you know, if it goes well and we can move on, then we'll move on until we hit, you know, the newer stuff. But um, I assume that they're not going to remember it. <laughs> I would say not, probably not. And that's, I mean, and that's, that's the reason why I kind of wanted to, to, and I, I, and I'm glad that I did. Um, that's the reason I wanted to get together, but I'm also glad that I put together or put on paper, you know, our defense and our offensive philosophy over this, over the, the spring and the mm-hmm. early summer, because, you know, I can, I can at least do my part, right. I can get that stuff out to them. We can meet and watch film so we can, you know, I, I can try to do everything in my power to be able to make that transition on January 4th as smooth as possible. Um, I don't foresee it being smooth just because they're kids. And I mean, they're, it's, they are who they are. Right. And, and we're going to have to go back and redo some stuff and that's fine. Um, but at least we have these resources for them to be able to look at. It might be a little, it, it might be a little bit smoother than, than we, than we think, you know, um, they probably don't have a lot going on. Um, <laughs> so maybe, maybe they are, maybe they are thinking about it. You know, it depends on, I guess their level of infatuation with it. They might, they might. Um, I just knowing how I was as a, yeah, you know, a high school kid and somebody's like, Oh, okay. You know, do a hundred jumping jacks and, you know, 25 sit-ups and 25 push-ups every day. And it's just like, nah. Also, <laughs> it's like, you know, we were I'm all off season. It's like, take care of your conditioning. Make sure you're in decent shape coming in. And I think back to like when I was that age, I, I, there were a, there were a couple of years where I did take, I didn't take care of, I touched on my conditioning in the off season. <laughs> But the difference here is, is in like right now, is in that situation. My off season was the summertime, you right. know, in, the, in the fall when the weather's not. You know, we're supposed to get like thirty inches of snow on Wednesday. Yeah, how about get that? out there, get out there and run. You know? Shuffle that driveway, fellas. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's even different in that in that regard. Like, I don't know if they don't have the resources, it's a little difficult. Well, that's I tell I I told them like do as much with a ball as you can. Like go in your yeah. basement and do like some of the ball handling stuff that doesn't require dribbling or if your parents will let you dribble in the basement, do do ball. You know what I mean? Do as yeah. much with the ball as you possibly can. Um, just so three weeks from now, you don't touch a ball for the first time. Um, so I don't know what that looks like because we can't, you know, we can't really get together. Um, so it, it's, it stinks. It is what it is, but it stinks, you know? 
yeah i was i was really racking my brain for ways to <clears throat> for ways to um keep them engaged over the three weeks just things to things to do and on honestly beyond getting together and watching some sort of film i i didn't know i don't know what else i mean like you said there's you, it's got to be inside right because it's it's freezing yeah. outside. well it was warm today but it's 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 cold it's cold right yeah so you know you can't do anything outside it's got to be inside it's yeah i i don't know uh it's kind of i'm kind of uh i guess this is a um a silver lining of only having 11 guys where it might be a little bit easier to keep 11 guys engaged as opposed to having like you know 25 or you know, if I had 25 varsity or 20 varsity and 15 JV, like I can't imagine having a huge program like that and trying to keep that many guys engaged. Um, True. Yeah, yeah I, I had I had one kid. <clears throat> one kid reached out to me when the news dropped and was like, "It was it was the it was the player's mother," and she's like, "We were gonna we were gonna send him, but because we're gonna get two days in." And then there's going to be a shutdown. Like we don't really want, we don't want them to pretty much, pretty much she was saying, we don't want them to bring anything home before the holidays. And I'm not going to hold it against, you know, like in a normal year, I'd be like, look, you got, if you if you can make the first two days, you got to make the first two days, but this is not right. normal, not normal. I'm not going to hold it against them. I'll be like, yeah, okay. I get it. After the break, you know, if you want to play, come back and then, you know, take your chances then, but I understood the point. It's a valid one. Yeah. I, I actually, <laughs> I had my, um, my parent meeting on Thursday, the night that the, the news broke that we were being, you know, put on pause. And, um, some of the parents were, you know, like, what well, you know, what are we going to do? And it's just like, I, I'm going to coach until they tell me that I can't. So, um, you know, stuff like that. And some of them, you know, and I made, I made sure to, to let them know, like, you know, this is not a, a normal year. Like, so, you know, I, I usually go over the importance of getting, you know, being at practice and, and things like that. And, um, you know, I, it's, I made, I made sure to, to, to make a point of, of letting them know that I understand that like this has affected people's jobs. And if, you know, transportation's an issue and can't make a practice here or there, you know, because, because of X, Y, or Z, you know, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not a big deal. Like it's, it's yeah. bigger than basketball at this point. So, um, but yeah, you can't, like I said, I've had a couple kids that didn't come out because of, because of COVID and like, what, you know, I'm not going to hold it against them. It's whatever, whatever they feel is best for, for their family. I think in years past too, there's like, there's like this, I th- at the end of the day, I think even for kids, at some level, there's a recognition of appreciation for what could be snatched away from you. And for even for kids at some level, you know? So I think at this point, a lot of, a lot of my players, at least they're, they want to do stuff. They want, they want to be there, not just because they want to play bat. They want something to do. Right. You know, I think there's a whole level, another level of that. And, and then also there's that, recognition of of it could be it could be gone or we haven't had it in a long time much longer than we than we usually go so let's have a good time while we're doing it you know i actually think i guess if another if there's another silver lining that could be a real positive 
for us this year to kind of bring in a different kind of enthusiasm just for the fact that, the, you know, from the kids that they're even able to be in the gym. At least that's maybe that's a hope. I don't know. No, I think you're right. I mean, I've, I like I don't forget what practice it was, but I went around and asked the guys like, you know, how's school going and blah, blah, blah. I got to talk and it's like, would you rather be in school or virtual? And almost all of them said they'd rather be in school. Like, yeah. And if you asked, if you asked before, like pre-COVID, if you asked a kid, would you would you rather go to school every day or go online every day? They'd be like, oh, I don't want to go to school. No, no. You know, no that's not it's like, no, like I want to go to school. I want to, you know, because at, at the end of the day, humans are social creatures. Um, right. So they want to be around other people. They want to do things. So I think you're, I think, I think you make a great point there. Um, I, I had one, out. I had one parent who was like, she, she said, you know, my son was really looking forward to this year. He's a junior. He's we're kind of expecting him to have a pretty good year, um, and he, he was really looking forward to it. And then when we told him just before we came out, you know, that it's you know we're going to go on a, th- a break, she was like, he was like his body language was different. He was yeah. really devastated by it. And after I heard that, that was before my first practice. I was just, I just had to like. I had to make a mental note that I had to try to repair any of that, that emotional loss and try to get the spirits going back in the right direction, which before we went on that hiatus, I, I thought that was an important thing to do before we hit the break. <clears throat> For sure. And I, I, I think, um, so we have so many new guys and so many young guys. I have, I have, you know, one kid back that has played, extensive varsity minutes for me. Um, and he's, he's a junior. Um, and he's basically, he's basically from what it appears like through six practices, it, it looks like he's going to be our vocal leader, you know, our, our, our emotional leader and things like that. So, um, and the past two years we have used the mantra of attitude, which we stole from Jay Wright at Villanova. Um, so he was kind of talking about that throughout Thursday and Friday, just like, you know, control what we can control. Let's get in here. Let's put in work while we're here and whatever else happens is outside of our control. So that was nice to see. I think, I think of, I think having that um, and having him play under the group that I just had and kind of having that same kind of mindset, I think it'll be beneficial for when we come back uh, in terms of the young guys, uh, the young guys mindset, because they don't know what the heck they're walking into. (laughs) I had a similar, I had a similar situation, not necessarily with a mantra of sorts, like you guys go with the attitude thing, but, um, one of my returning players is a senior. Um, he's, he's got like a a shoulder injury from the football season. Uh, He's not in great, he's not great in great shape physically, but man, um, emotion, he was still, he was still great for our practice. Um, with his play, but emotionally and from a leadership standpoint, it was, it was great. Um, because you know, that positivity that I wanted to try to you know, bite into before we went back on the break, he really, he really escalated that. Uh, he was super positive. And I think part of it is he's a senior, uh, he's got himself an injury. So he already knows like, and the COVID, like he's got, he's, he's probably super appreciative to have been a practice. You know what I'm saying? And I felt that. And I think it bled out into the team over those two days. It was, it was great. How many seniors do you have? 
I, I have seen one at practice, but I have one uh, in quarantine, so I haven't seen him. Um, so and and uh, two others deciding not to because of COVID. So I expect to have two, one of which has logged heavy minutes for us. The other has not. Okay. The, well, the reason I ask is just because I don't have any, so mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah. um, I don't, uh, I don't know what it's like being in your shoes, um, and having seniors and having them go through this in their senior year. Like, obviously I assume, you know, on your mind all the time is making sure that this, you know, having a, some kind of season for this senior, because, um, I, I, I know the, I know that the, the player you're talking about, um, and I know he's put a lot of work into your program and he's, you know, he's been around for four years. So I'm sure on your mind, it's, you know, I, I'm sure you feel bad for, uh, for him in a sense of he's got to go through all this in a senior year. Six years, because in our, in my first year, in our, in our open gyms, in our summer league, or yeah, our open gyms, that kid was around. So really he's like my longest tenured player ever. <laughs> Like, I, you know, he wasn't under me, but like he was, he was involved in our, in our open gyms. And that's one of the things I, I try to open up our open gym style, you know, the junior high program too, to just to try yeah. to get him in. But he's been involved for a long time. And I do want to see, I want to see the seniors have at, at the very least a season where they can go and enjoy the playing the game and go right. and enjoy competing at a high level. And in that one player in particular, he has given a lot to our program. He's, he's like, you know, the player, he's a really physical dives on the floor sort of player. So it's like, you want them all to make sure they walk out in a positive manner. But when they give you that, that extra level all the time, it's like you double down on, on make wanting to make sure that that happens for them. Yeah. I can't, um, yeah, I was expecting to have two seniors this year and I, you know, they, they've decided not to come out um for various reasons but um again i guess that's kind of another silver lining of being so young is um you know having uh, that would be if if i were in your shoes that would be kind of the the biggest weight on my shoulders right now is trying to make sure that those seniors had an uh, at least an opportunity mm-hmm. to play you know whether it's one game or whether it's 10 games or 22 games just just an opportunity to put that put the jersey on one last time you know yeah yeah yeah, especially is. especially a kid like that, for sure. Uh, one of the other things we had t- we had kind of touched on in a previous previous conversation was the um, the opportunity to like when you get younger with your team, the opportunity to like dive in and really teach uh, more of like a foundational level. And I've had that opportunity only through through two days, but. In that sense, it was it was fun and refreshing. Um, uh, yeah, it was refreshing because I, I like you. I like to do that stuff. So when they are that young and you have to teach it all, it for us it starts out a little slow. So there's a general overview understanding. But then when we got into it on the second day, it was a blast. Um, and I, like you, am looking forward to being able to do that more this year. It's exciting to see this, to see them make mistakes. Although I did uh, so through six practices, you know, we were obviously stopping and teaching a lot, and I tried to make like a mental note 
of when I stop it to just make my explanation 15 seconds or less. Cause at points it was like, you know, you get into to teach them something that they did it wrong. And then that leads into something else in your point. And next thing you know, you've been talking for two minutes and they're staring at the ceiling. <laughs> so it's like, I try to make like a mental note of just like 15 seconds or less one point and move on. And we'll, you know, it's let them, let them grasp one thing at a time. So when I, when I teach stuff fresh, like for the first time or to a new group, I will, I will give a general overview of what we're doing, kind of the expectations, how to do it. Um, and then after I do that, everybody have an understanding. Yeah, no questions. Okay. And then I turn them loose and I try to get reps in because like I had this conversation with my assistant. We have, I have two kids this year. Yeah, just two. I have two kids this year who's, who have never played organized basketball before. Well, if you've never played organized basketball before, or if you haven't played basketball in general very much, there's like a fluidity to your body moving when you're on the floor. And so if I can give them an overview of what's supposed to happen, even if they don't grasp it, but they, they can maybe pick parts that make sense. Then I have to give them, I feel like I have to give them reps just so their bodies can like understand, like when we're attacking the basket, these different finishes, just so their bodies can try to figure out how to do it. And then once I see that happen, so like with the whole group, we'll say, I'll give like the overview, give them four or five reps, everybody. And then we'll stop. If we, if we're seeing like mistakes being made across the board, then we'll stop it, address that. But if not, then we'll just grab individuals Mm -hmm. and talk to individuals so that we can get reps up. Because for me in the past, I've done what I'm doing right now and talking too much. You know, I, I, sometimes I, I yammer. Well, that's not great for a practice. And I wanted to make sure, I want to make sure that they do get those reps in, especially for players who aren't used to those body movements. So that's kind of the, the way I've gone about it the last couple of years. Um, I don't know if it's right. Well, it's, 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 um, it's logical. I've gone, um, I've gone broad brush, Mm -hmm. um, and it's because I have so many guys and they all need the same points. Mm-hmm. So it was just a little bit easier for me to stop the entire drill and hit on one thing. Um, Cause even, even the couple older guys that I have on uh, the kid, like I said, the, the kid coming back, like, sure. He can use some improvement on it. He's not great at it. He knows it, understands it, but he can use some improvement on it. So I've been going broad brush, stopping the whole thing, explaining it. Um, but like I said, sometimes that explanation gets a little long-winded. And it's like, I'm sure at the end of it, like, you know, you were a player. I was a player at the end of it. You'd probably look at the guy next to you like, the hell is Coach talking about? Like, what are we, oh, what, yeah. what are we doing? <laughs> well, that, so, it's another great point, too. If you, you, you get into where you have to stop a lot, even if it's broken up, it's like, man, we're, there's like all these pauses in the, in the flow of what we're doing here. And I just trying to avoid that. But I say that. And then also when every kid's doing the same thing, the way, not the way you want it to be done. Why would you talk to them all individually? <laughs> right. You know, So stop it and talk to it. Just make it short. Dummy. Don't talk yes. for two minutes about something that doesn't need to be talked about for two minutes. That's how, that's how we were. That's how we were going. Like I said, just because there's so many young guys that don't know what they don't know. Yeah. I had to, I had to break down one of my cardinal rules 
for we we did so we played um on Thursday because we hadn't actually like played basketball. Mm-hmm. Um so I did like a controlled scrimmage and we have a drill it's called cutthroat. Um and based on what happens you get points like you know offensive rebounds plus one blah blah. blah. Um so we played a little bit of that and to, to finish the drill it was the it was the the orange team's last possession and um they were down two kid shot a three and I had a freshman foul a jump shooter. <laughs> uh so I was I had a kid break a cardinal rule. So I probably talked about that for like a minute and a half. And at the end of it, he probably had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> uh, but I think I think the one thing he got from it was don't ever follow a jump shooter again. I assume you touch on cardinal rules on day one. Cardinal rules come out. No, actually, no, I didn't. Um, no. I like to hit those when I I want them to make the mistake. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, I, yeah, I, I want them to make the mistake. I want him like. It's a perfect example. I want him to foul the jump shooter. Right. So then I can make sure the entire gym knows that that's a cardinal rule. You do not follow a jump shooter ever. Like you stress the importance of it when it happens. Yeah. 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 I wait, I wait for them to make the mistake. Right. Um, so d- how much, how much actual playing did you do through two practices? Like up and down or, you know, drills mm-hmm. that were five on five or anything like that. Probably, probably, 20 minutes okay which was which is more than ever has happened for me in the first two practices and but it's also um it's less than i wanted through two practices i'm trying to make a change over to 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 getting more live play going um so it was short of what we wanted but it's more than what we've had and it was sloppy (laughs) oh yeah we only did that one drill um, each 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 team got five possessions, mm-hmm. um, and at the end of it, the you know obviously the higher score wins. Um, but that was the only drill that we did. That was, I mean, we did other live drills. They were one on one, two on two, three on three. Right. Um, so that was the only live drill we did with five on five. Because after I wasn't planning on doing it, um, it wasn't on my practice plan. And then between the news that we got that it was going to be paused, and then I actually got I you know we were in practice and. I was talking to my assistant while, you know, the team was getting a drink and he's like, you know, we haven't actually played yet. And I was like, Oh, you're right. Like, (laughs) this is like, that's, you know, I was like, you know what? We have two practices left to wear on pause for a while. I was like, let's, let's play a little bit. Let's try to have some fun. So uh, he's like, yeah, let's, you know, like let's scrimmage a little bit. And it's like, uh, I'm not willing to do that though. (laughs) So did you, did you keep in the half court? Yeah, they stay hat. Well, um, if the offense misses uh, or turns it over, uh, it goes down the other end. Gotcha. So that's the only time. That's the only time you would you would change ends of the floor. But it's pretty much the uh, so how how the drill how I set it up is there's white and orange. Uh, each team gets five possessions, and they get five possessions in a row. So white will take five possessions from half court. Okay. And then the only time you transfer, uh, and then if they score two, it's plus two. If they score, if they shoot a three and make it, it's plus three. If they get an offensive rebound, it's plus one. Um, if they draw a non-shooting foul, it's plus one. Um, if they draw a shooting foul, it's plus one, and then you shoot one. Um, and then the orange team, so if orange was on defense, if they get a um, an off, or I'm sorry, if they get a defensive rebound or a steal, they can go down the other end. 
and the same rules apply. Plus two for a two, plus three for a three, and plus one for an offensive rebound. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like it that was the, it was the drill that saved our season last year. <laughs> yeah. How so? Um, well, I mean, we talked about it a while. You know, obviously last year, like we were going through that rough patch. We just we weren't playing well. Our minds weren't. Um, our minds weren't really great. So, um, what I did was I split those guys up like that. I tried to make the teams as even as, as even as possible. And what it did was, and we had a little bit of infighting on our team. Guys weren't really liking each other. So naturally I put them against each other and they had to guard each other. Um, so what it did was it made it so competitive, uh, of guys just wanting to win that I think by the end of it, it was, it became instead of not like each other, it became kind of a, a, a mutual respect. Mm-hmm. I don't think they, I still don't think they liked each other by the end of it, but they res- at least respected it and said, okay, we need this guy. Uh, and the other guy said, okay, we need the other guy to get where we are, get where we want to go. Was that your thought going into that? Or was that, or are you, is that you realizing what had occurred in retrospect? No, that was my thought going into it. Um, Cause my, listen, they were, they weren't getting along, so I figured well, let's let's amplify this. Then, if you don't like each other, then let's play because I was gonna, you know, I wanted to highlight how hard they were playing against each other, right? That's that's, and we're on the same team, so now you need to play that hard against right. against somebody else. Um, that's yeah, a heady, that's a heady play by the by the head ball coach there. <laughs> that drills that drill single single handedly um, saved our season. We did it we did it almost every day um, after that. And of course, there's a consequence for the losing team. Sure. Um, so nobody really wants to lose, but um, yeah, it became it, it became really. And of course, you know, I ref and and my assistant coach refs, so it became really really physical because um, naturally we let almost everything go. <laughs> um, and at points, it became really heated. But you know, we we needed that um, we needed that competitiveness in it. So um, I love that drill. <laughs> Well, we we did um, we did a lot of well, not a lot. Like I said, maybe twenty twenty five minutes of um, tr- like transition st- defense stuff, mm-hmm. where we were just, pretty much we were just trying to get them to communicate, right? And also, it's a way to get get them uh, some cardio without putting them on the end line, <laughs> but they don't realize it, right? Right. So we were we would do like. Um, a transition possession and if that transition possession you know we'd let it play out and then um if there was a turnover or a defensive rebound we were stopping it because i did not want to get into that chaos quite yet so we would we would do possession down to the end of the possession possession back and then we would rotate another team in so that they were uh, all having an opportunity so i it was a it was a kind of a mixed bag but it was it was good for, um, it was good for uh, the their spirit. You know, I, I was really concerned about that. I was very concerned about having two days and going into the break on like a lull because we just got started. Right. So I, I wanted to make sure that that was not the case, and I think we I think we accomplished it anyway. Well, the best way to do it is to just play. <laughs> Yeah, at least get, at least get them playing some kind of basketball as opposed to just doing drills. That was we hadn't even we hadn't touched our half court offense at all naturally, right. and so when it got you know when they when the defense did their job, 
and did get us, you know, the ball slowed and get back to a five on five situation, then it was ugly. <laughs> it was it was really ugly, and I, there was no, you know, I didn't have any ground rules in. It was just let's see who can go make a play, and, and it was just ugly. But we did get the up and down going. Well, for uh, future reference, hopefully future. Um, think about putting some points on that on that drill. Think about some cutthroat points to be able to. Because I, I'm think, there, I like there will be. I like the sound of it. There, there will be, and there would have been, but I didn't. Gotcha. Uh, I didn't want any negative taste. Or, again, with that two uh, two days and then a break. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do have. Uh, we do have. Um, uh, so it's a five on. It's a five on five initially, and then we have a man touch baseline and then fall back into the into the play. Oh, dude. yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't know what what you call it or but we call that our defensive transition and we do that with what do you call it I just call it five on five transition <laughs> yeah so we call that our defensive transition because we're focusing on on a on a uh, transition scramble yeah um, and we do that with different groups but I did it with five on five to start which is not really what I wanted to do but we started that way and uh, it was ugly. <laughs> Okay, well, the, when we when we did cutthroat, the offense was an absolute disaster. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't it, it wasn't it wasn't good. <laughs> I mean, the defense wasn't much better. I think it was just awful offense. But through, um, let me ask you this: through six days, <clears throat> is was there anything besides the initial shock stuff? Was there anything that stood out to you that you were surprised by or one hundred percent expecting? Either way. Um, I was, um, I was a little bit surprised by, um, I guess what they already knew defensively. And it's a testament to uh, my junior high coach. Um, and you know, he was already doing some of the drills that we do. I didn't, I, I didn't know that I should know this. I didn't know that. Um, he didn't call him the same thing. So, when I would say, you know, like like we did shell drill for the first time, I'm like, you know, who's done who's done shell drill? And well, I don't know what it is. I'm like, okay, I'm sure you guys have all done this at some point. So we go through, and uh, she's like, have you guys all done this? She's like, yeah, we've done this. I'm like, oh, okay, um, but they did know a little bit more um, than I had thought um, going into the year, which is which is nice. Most of them knew more. Um, that and. Um, I'll say that they um, their footwork was also a little bit better than I thought it was going to be. Oh. Not a whole lot better. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, but it was um, it, it was a little bit better. Their fluidity was a little bit better. Like we do Mike and drill every day, and usually freshmen doing that is one they're usually not strong enough. Yeah. Um, and two, <clears throat> their their footwork is usually a disaster. But it was pretty good, and it's the reason is because they did it in you know for, in junior high. So. Um, I was surprised by that. Nothing else really. Um, nothing else really shocked me. Once I got into the realization that they're freshmen and they know nothing. <laughs> um, how terrible! You know, how terrible was the shooting? Um. Now, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> so, there's no other way to. There's no other way to to put it. We actually did so for practices four, five, and six. We did. I took. I took a 20 minute chunk of practice, and we did our our shooting series. Um. I don't know if I talked about it on an earlier podcast, but it's like, you know, we, it's the, um, 
the series where these guys will make 175 shots before they even realize they've taken one. Um, so there's, there's, we do form shooting. We do, a, you know, a shooting drill called rockers, balance shots on one leg. And then we do, um, I call it the Ray Allen drill because I stole it from Ray Allen. Um, but it takes, it usually takes about 20 minutes to complete. Um, we, they didn't make all the required amount of makes, but we had, I couldn't, you know, I can't do it for 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after the first couple of days, it was just like, okay, we need to, that now is the time to start focusing on shooting form and, and things like that. So let's, let's take the time to do that. We do out of those shooting drills. We don't do the one leg. We do the other three. Okay. Um, and <laughs> So that those will be done every day. How many? How many do you uh, have them make? Um, I usually have them make fifteen uh, form, um, fifteen rockers, and then I usually have them make uh, eight shots on each leg, gotcha. and then eight for each shoulder. Gotcha. So we do. We may have more, them make we ten. More, we do more in the summertime, but yeah, yeah. For now. <laughs> We have to make ten of three, to um, just on day one, and it went so long that on day two, I just wanted to get through more material, and we made them make five. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on day two, we did uh, a lot more of full court shooting drills where they, there would be a lot of more sprinting involved, and wow. <laughs> Because because the lack of conditioning and oh, yeah. a lot of youth, it was chaos shooting the ball. Uh, with t- where t- I was like, okay, when we come back from break, we can't do this for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see what it looked like, and it was it was beyond imaginable. I was um, so I have a drill. Uh, it's called LA Fire. Um, and I, I stole it off. There's, I think it's on YouTube. The NBA channel goes to a Lakers practice back when Kobe was there and Byron Scott was coaching. And he does the drill. And their goal is to make 60 in two minutes, which obviously is possible for most, if not all, high school teams. So we do it for three minutes. And I usually base it off, you know, the, the first day we do it, I get that number. And then each consecutive time, if we don't beat it, there's a consequence. Um, but... I was pleasantly surprised the first time we did it, um, they got 30, which um, was a lot higher than I thought they would because the, the year before the first time, the first time we did it, I think those guys only got like 34. Oh. And that was with a group of, you know, seniors who had been around, uh, you know, more guys and, and stuff like that. So I was actually really surprised um, at that. And the highest, I think the highest one of my teams ever got was 58. I think on the first try. No, 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 no. That's just, just in general, the highest gotcha. they've ever scored was 58 and that gotcha. was three minutes. Um, but yeah, I, so I was pleasantly, I was, when we got to the end, cause I caught one end, you know, uh, my assistant coach counts the other, added them up and I was just like, Oh, 30, not bad. Not Surprising. bad. Yeah. 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 The, the, uh, work the, with this. <laughs> the early, early season surprises are always fun to dig through. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. But teaching that drill was an absolute disaster, by the way. So, I, so I'll, I'll set them up like I don't, I don't, 
like so I want I, I let them walk through it for like four minutes before we actually you know put a, put a time on and, and keep count and it's just they just couldn't just grasp what was what was going on just couldn't get it and it, it usually happens every year but not as <laughs> not as much so but we finally got it we got it down they got 30 so I was I was happy so my my thinking is in a in a normal flow of a game there's very few actual you know, no contest layups taken like that's my that's my thinking so we don't shoot very many no contest regular proper foot proper hand layups in practice we just don't do it because i don't see where it correlates all that often but we do the mic and drill um and we do this one other drill where it's team oriented so for a minute everyone's done it where there's two lines and you pass me the ball i shoot it i give it back to the line after you pass it, you go to the other side, and it's a layup drill. You yeah. know this drill. Yeah. It's like a mic and drill with the whole team, more or less. And so <clears throat> I'll give them a minute trial period. We'll break it up two teams. Loser, losing team has to run or whatever. So we do that. We give them a minute trial period. Everybody understand? Yep, everybody understands. All right, great. Here we can start the clock. And, and part of the part of the thing is they have to count it out out loud as a team every make and they have to make it with the outside outside hand for it to count well i had two kids that have never played organized basketball before and those two were lost in the weeds (laughs) and their team was like they were they were the teammates were struggling with trying to get them to understand it but it was terrible to watch just terrible (laughs) i felt bad bad for him you know i was just throwing them right into the fire (laughs) That's but we, we do that that similar thing where we'll like set a baseline. So yeah. you know, the high number, that'll be the baseline. So going forward, if we get below that, there'll be everyone to have to run. Yeah, I don't like putting like I said, like the Lakers have a goal put on it, but they're professionals, so you know what you're getting. Like right. I want to set that baseline every year because I have a different team every year. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Were there any other um were there any other shocks for the first six days, or were are there any are there any obstacles that you foresee that you didn't think of until you got into practice? Um, there was no other shocks. I wouldn't say there's any other shocks. the The obstacles I can think of going forward would be something along the lines of because I have such a low number of kids. And so what actually what happened, um, this is going to be kind of a, a thorn in the side all year long is, um, we had, um, we had one kid not able to come to practice on Friday. Um, cause they, um, they hit a deer on the way to practice. Of course. Um, everyone was okay, thankfully. Um, so he wasn't there. Um, so that brings us down to 10 guys. And then we had a kid get banged up. So that brings us down to nine guys. So that's the obstacle I could see going forward is like you get one kid's missing. One kid's not there. He missed practice. Um, and then somebody gets banged up and there goes five on five or, you know, coach Gibbs has got to, he's got to tie the shoes up and get, and get in there and start playing. So um, <clears throat> I wasn't mentally prepared for that. Um, so that's, but that's going to be hard. Oh, that's going to be hard all year because people are going to get banged up. Um, people are going to miss practices for one reason or the other. 
Um, and next thing you know, we don't have, you know, we don't have enough guys to do a certain set of drills or we don't have enough guys to really work on, you know, five on five offense. Um, the remedies for that is you are, you've already, you already know what it is. You just, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta dust off the kicks and we know what it's going to be hard on the, on those knees dogs. I, say, I don't, I don't think I might be, I might be like mentally prepared for, but I physically, I don't think, I don't think that's in my best interest. That might be, I might make. It might be, hey, coach, lace them up, Coach Westcott. That's, get what, that's why you got us an assistant. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I might be able to do it like twice a week, and that's that's like Monday, Friday. I need the rest period. <laughs> yeah, that is for sure going to be a problem with your numbers. Yeah, it's, sure. it's going to be um, it's going to be tough. But um, thankfully, I've kind of already experienced it. So when I was at Penn State Scranton, um, we had you know obviously um, very small college. They don't. Um, they don't move, you know, kids are in different majors, so they don't keep class schedules away from a practice time. So we had kids coming in and out. So, um, I've already kind of had a little bit of experience with trying to, to mesh, you know, Frankenstein drills together and stuff like that to be able to get things done. So I think that'll benefit me, but yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah, for sure. That's going to be an obstacle. And honestly, I I have, I have more kids than you. It's going to be a problem all year long. Um, because especially like if a kid, if a kid gets sick with the flu, and they have to, they they have to stay away from people until they get tested. Well, that may not happen that day, or it may not happen for a couple of days. So even if they are not COVID, if it's if they have COVID symptoms and it's not COVID, they're out. They're going to be out for multiple days, and you're still sick. You're still sick. Yeah. Which maybe that maybe that'll be a good thing. Maybe maybe we won't have the you know five players at a time going down to uh, to head colds. <laughs> I can't imagine how. I mean, when you talk about something like that, and then you get into the season, hopefully where we're playing games. I mean, like you can have like there's clear. Obviously, every league has their favorites, but like who knows? <laughs> you know, it's. I mean, that happens every year, right? You don't know about injuries, you don't know about illnesses, but like more so than ever, like you can have you can have a, a close contact and it can shut your whole team down for a week so it, this might this year might actually like we've talked we've talked about how older teams that have been together uh and or have an understanding of of what's expected they they are going to have an advantage and I still think they do but one of the negatives that might occur is that um with the team like that, there might be, there may be, because our classes are so small generally, there may be an expectation of who's in the rotation. Or, you know, a lot of, a lot of teams, we, you know, you, you're one of them a lot of the time. You're only playing seven people. Yeah. And one of those teams. Well, boy, if you lose, if you lose one of those, one or two of those kids, or three of those kids to one of these wild situations, it could very well, benefit uh, a team that is younger or doesn't have that um, togetherness already, it might hurt them equally, if not more. Yeah. It's um, you can't be married to like your rotation or your starting five, you know, like you can't be as a, it's going to change. change throughout for everybody. It's going to change. Your rotation is going to change. Your starting five is going to change. Cause at, at some point, even if it's like you said, 
even if it's you know a cold, like the kid's still gonna be out. It's not yeah. like it's not like it was la- you know last year where you know in November a kid gets a head cold and it's like well wash your hands a lot. You have a head cold, just stay away from everybody. Everything's yeah. gonna be fine. You yeah. know it's not it's not we're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. No. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's I don't know. It's gonna be um, well. I'll just, I'm just hopeful that we get back January 4th and that we play some kind of schedule. What are you going to be doing with your time in between? With my to my personal time? Personal time, um, yes. But also, what are you going to be doing to like kind of re-energize yourself to get started again? Or are, did you lose any energy from the, the break? No, I'm still I'm – still, ask me again in a couple of weeks, but I'm still fired up about basketball season. I'm Got still – fully hopeful um from a personal aspect um i should probably exercise um <laughs> um and i'll be watching i mean there's college hoops on there's nba on so i'll be glued to um i'll be glued to that and uh there's christmas lights to be taken down after the holidays so <laughs> that means they went up which is a nice yeah. that's a nice touch yeah i already yeah i did that um and then, uh, you know, there's, there's yard work to be done that usually gets put off. It's warm out. So <laughs> there's, you know, I gotta, I gotta, don't worry. I gotta, uh, you know, the wife has a honeydew list that that can be done. So, but yeah, no, I'm still fired up. I'm still fired up about basketball season. Um, until again, until somebody tells me that we are officially done, um, I'm excited about it. I had, I, I had, uh, I had a fall off for a day. I was pretty bummed. <laughs> for a day and then i had to have a pep talk with myself and uh <laughs> st- stay positive stay stay locked in you know we've been flip-flopping all year long it's just one more one more step back well, it's all right like i said it earlier man i'm gonna coach until they tell me i can't and you know i was told that we're on pause and so it's only been paused until it's been canceled i'm still excited about it yeah well here's the hoping brother We'll get there, man. One day, one day we'll have an actual basketball <laughs> season again. And I can't wait. Um, all right. Well, I don't, uh, I think we're wrapping it up, huh? I think so, brother. Um, well, good luck. I'm sure we'll be back next week. Um, this is one thing that we have. <laughs> that's true. We'll do this every, you know, we'll do this once a week. So that'll take up some time. <laughs> Perfect. Maybe next week we'll, we'll bring in a banging guest. It'll be awesome gonna try to i mean everyone's on pause so what else are they gonna do you just come and talk to us yeah no yeah come to the world famous um po- uh what, what is what do we call ourselves sideline sideline <laughs> trap podcast right 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 come come there go there <laughs> go there talk to, <laughs> talk to us let us know what you think yeah 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 all right man all right. We'll, uh, we'll we'll catch you next week all right coach see you later later room when you walk out. Nothing.